Good evening and welcome to this edition of the Legacy of Queens. Happy New Year. Yes, it's 2024. It's the first show of the new year. And it's episode 94 as well. And this turns out to be a pretty good first show for the new year. As we're looking at the man who pretty much did what his father did back in the days. And we looked at the father. And now we're going to be looking at the son. And you're turning to yourself, well, which son? Well, this son is an American actor, comedian, and filmmaker. And his father's name is Jerry, and his mother's name is Anne Mara. And he was a member of a group of comedic actors, colloquially known as the Frat Pack. His films have grossed more than $2.6 in Canada and the United States, with an average of $79 million per film. And throughout his career, he has received various awards and honors, including an Emmy, multiple MTV Movie Awards, a Britannia Award, and a Teen Choice Award. While beginning his acting career, he wrote several mockumentaries and was offered a variety sketch comedy series named after him, which he produced and hosted for its 13-episode run. The series ran on MTV from 1990 to 1992, earning him a Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Writing for a Variety Program. And then he appeared on shows such as Friends, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Arrested Development, and Extras, the latter of which earned him a Primetime Emmy for Outstanding Guest Actor in a Comedy Series nomination. Having previously acted in television, he began acting in films, and he made his directorial debut with Reality Bites and continued directing films and often starring in them, such as The Cable Guy, Zoolander, Tropic Thunder, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, also, he started a string of successful studio comedies, including There's Something About Mary, Along Came Polly, Dodgeball, A True Underdog Story, Starsky and Hutch, and Tower Heist. He's also widely known for multiple franchise films, such as Meet the Parents, the Madagascar franchise, and the first three Night at the Museum films. His performances in independent films include Flirting with Disaster, The Royal Tenenbaums, and the Noah Baumbach films Greenberg, While You Were Young, and The Meyerowitz Stories. Since the mid-2010s, he has primarily worked as a television showrunner. 2018, he directed the Showtime limited series Escape at Danamora, earning himself a Director's Guild of America Award and two Primetime Emmy Awards for Outstanding Limited Series and Outstanding Director for a Limited Series. He served as director in 2022 and executive producer on the Apple TV Plus series Severance, earning two Primetime Emmy Award nominations for Outstanding Drama Series and Outstanding Directing in a Drama Series as well. Who are we talking about? The son of Jerry and Anna Mera. We're looking at Benjamin Edward Mira Stiller tonight. <laughs> on the legacy of Queens.
It's 2024. It's the first show of the new year on this January 7th. And it's episode 94, and I'm your host, Jason DiCanio, welcoming you to the Legacy of Queens for Sunday night. We're ready to go to look at Ben Stiller on this first show of the new 2024 season in our fourth season as well. Ben Stiller was born on November 30th, 1965 in New York City and raised on the Upper West Side. His father, comedian and actor Jerry Stiller, was from a Jewish family that emigrated from Poland and Galicia in Central Europe. His mother, actress and comedian Ann Mera, who was from an Irish Catholic background, converted to Reform Judaism after marrying his father. And while they were never a very religious family, they celebrated both Hanukkah and Christmas, and Stiller had a bar mitzvah. His parents frequently took him on the sets of their appearances, including the Mike Douglas show when he was six. He considered his childhood unusual, stating, in some ways, it was a show business upbringing, a lot of traveling, a lot of late nights, not what you'd call traditional. His older sister, Amy, had appeared in many of his productions, including Reality Bites, Dodgeball, A True Underdog Story, and Zoolander. Stiller displayed an early interest in filmmaking and made Super 8 movies with his sister and friends. At age 9, Stiller made his acting debut as a guest on his mother's short-lived television series, Kate McShane. In the late 1970s, he performed with the New York City troupe NYC's first all-children's theater, playing several roles, including the title role in Clever Jack and The Magic Beanstalk. After being inspired by the television show Second City Television while in high school, he realized that he wanted to get involved with sketch comedy. So during his high school years, he was also the drummer of the post-punk band Capital Punishment, which released the studio album Roadkill in 1982. The band's bassist, Peter Swan, went on to become a judge on the Arizona Court of Appeals, serving from 2008 until 2022. The band reunited in 2018 to release a new EP titled This is Capital Punishment for Record Store Day. The current status of the band is unknown. Stiller attended the Cathedral School of St. John the Divine and graduated from the Calhoun School in New York in 1983. And he started performing on the cabaret circuit as opening act to the cabaret siren, Jaden Wong. Stiller then enrolled as a film student at the University of California, Los Angeles. After nine months, he left the school to move back to New York City, and he made his way through acting classes, auditioning, and trying to find an agent. When he was approximately 15, he obtained a small part with one line on the television soap opera Guiding Light, although in an interview he characterized his performance as poor. He was later cast in a role in the 1986 Broadway revival of John Guerrier's The House of Blue Leaves alongside John Mahoney. The production would garner four Tony Awards. During its run, he produced a satirical mockumentary whose principal was fellow actor Mahoney. Stiller's comedic work was well-received by the cast and crew of the play, and he followed up with a 10-minute short titled The Hustler of Money, a parody of the Martin Scorsese film The Color of Money. The film featured him in a send-up of Tom Cruise's character and Mahoney in the Paul Newman role, only this time as a bowling hustler instead of a pool shark. The short got the attention of Saturday Night Live, which aired it in 1987, and two years later offered Stiller a spot as a writer. In the meantime, he had a bit role in Steven Spielberg's Empire of the Sun. 
1989, Stiller wrote and appeared on Saturday Night Live as a featured performer. However, since the show did not want him to make more short films, he left after four episodes. He then put together Elvis Stories, a short film about a fictitious tabloid focused on recent sightings of Elvis Presley. The film starred friends and co-stars John Cusack, Jeremy Piven, Mike Myers and Andy Dick, and Jeff Kahn. The film was considered a success and led him to develop the short film going back to Brooklyn for MTV. It was a music video starring comedian Colin Quinn that parodied LL Cool J's recent hit, Going Back to Cali. Producers at MTV were so impressed with Back to Brooklyn that they offered Stiller a 13-episode show in the experimental vidcom format. Titled The Ben Stiller Show, the series mixed comedy sketches with music videos and parodied various television shows, music stars, and films. It starred Stiller along with main writer Jeff Kahn and Harry O'Reilly, with his parents and sister making occasional appearances. Although the show was canceled after its first season, it led to another, to another show titled The Ben Stiller Show on the Fox's network in 1992. The series aired 12 episodes on Fox with a 13th unaired episode broadcast by Comedy Central in a later revival. Among the principal writers on the Ben Stiller show were Stiller and Judd Apatow, with the show featuring the ensemble's cast of Stiller, Janine Garofalo, Andy Dick, and Bob Odenkirk. Both Denise Richards and Jean Triplehorn appeared as extras in various episodes. Throughout its short run, the Ben Stiller show frequently appeared at the bottom of the ratings, even as it garnered critical acclaim and eventually won an Emmy Award for Outstanding Writing in a Variety or Music Program posthumously. Yeah. Then in the early 1990s, Stiller had minor roles in films such as Stella and Highway to Hell, as well as a cameo in The Nut House. In 1992, Stiller was approached by two direct reality bites based on a script by Helen Childress. Stiller devoted the next year and a half to rewriting the script with Childress, fundraising, and recruiting cast members for the film. It was eventually released in early 94, directed by Stiller and featuring him as a co-star. The film was produced by Danny DeVito, who would later direct Stiller's 2003 film Duplex and produce his 2004 film Along Came Polly. Reality Bites debuted as the highest-grossing film in its opening weekend and received mixed reviews. Now he joined his parents in the family film Heavyweights in 95, in which he played two roles. Following Heavyweights, he had a brief uncredited role in Adam Sandler's Happy Gilmore, where he played Hal L., the statistic orderly, running the nursing home. Next, he had lead roles in If Lucy Fell and Flirting with Disaster before tackling his next directorial effort with The Cable Guy, which starred Jim Carrey. Stiller once again was featured in his own film as Twins. The film received mixed reviews, but was noted for paying the highest salary for an actor up to that point, as Carrey received $20 million for his work in the film. The film also connected Stiller with future frat pack members Jack Black and Owen Wilson. Also in 96, MTV invited Stiller to host the VH1 Fashion Awards, and along with Saturday Night Live writer Drake Sather, he developed a short film for the awards about a male model known as Derek Zoolander. It was so well received that he developed another short film about the character for the 1997 VH1 Fashion Awards and finally remade the skit into a film. In 2021, Stiller signed on to co-write and direct Bagman, 
A focus features an adaptation of the 2018 podcast about the kickback scandal that led to the resignation of Vice President Spiro Agnew. As of 2023, the movie remains in pre-production. In 1998, Stiller put aside his directing ambitions to star on the Farley Brothers. There's Something About Mary, alongside Cameron Diaz, which became a surprise hit with a long-lasting cult following. That year, he started several dramas, including Zero Effect, Your Friends and Neighbors, and Permanent Midnight. He was invited to take part in hosting the Music Video Awards, for which he developed a parody of the Backstreet Boys and performed a sketch with his father, commenting on his current career. In 1999, he starred in three films, including Mystery Men, where he played a superhero wannabe called Mr. Furious. He appeared in a segment on the July 26th episode of WWF Raw is War to promote the then-upcoming movie and found himself on the wrong end of Intercontinental Champion Jeff Jarrett's figure four leg lock. He returned to directing with a new spoof television series for Fox titled Heat Vision and Jack, starring Jack Black. However, the show was not picked up by Fox after its pilot episode, and the series was canceled. In 2000, he starred in three more films, including one of his most recognizable roles, a male nurse named Gaylord Greg Fokker in Meet the Parents, opposite Robert De Niro. The film was well-received by critics, grossed over $330 million worldwide, and spawned two sequels. Also in 2000, MTV again invited Stiller to make another short film, and he developed Mission Improbable, a spoof of Tom Cruise's role in Mission Impossible 2 and other films. In 2001, he directed his third feature film, Zoolander, in which he also starred as Derek Zoolander. The film featured multiple cameos from a, from a variety of celebrities, including Donald Trump, Harris Hilton, Lenny Kravitz, Heidi Klum, and David Bowie, among others. The film was banned in Malaysia as the plot centered on an assassination attempt of a Malaysian prime minister. While shots of the World Trade Center were digitally removed and hidden for the film's release after the September 11th terrorist attacks. At the Stiller worked with Owen Wilson and Zoolander, they joined forces again for the Royal Tenenbaums. Over the next two years, Stiller continued with the lackluster box office film Duplex and cameos in Orange County and Nobody Knows Anything. He has guest starred on several television shows, including an appearance in an episode of the television series The King of Queens, in a flashback as the father of the character Arthur, played by Jerry Stiller. He also made a guest appearance on World Wrestling Entertainment's WWE Raw. In 04, he appeared in six different films, all of which were comedies, and including some of his highest-grossing films, Starsky and Hutch, Envy, Dodgeball, A True Underdog Story, Anchorman, The Legend of Ron Burgundy, in which he had an uncredited cameo, Along Came Polly, and Meet the Fockers. And while the critical flop Envy only grossed $14.5 million, the most successful film of these was Meet the Fockers, which grossed over $516.6 million worldwide. He also made extended guest appearances on Curb Your Enthusiasm and Arrested Development in the same year. In 2005, he appeared in Madagascar, which was his first experience as a voice actor in an animated film. Madagascar was a massive worldwide hit and spawned the sequels Madagascar Escape to Africa in 2008 and Madagascar 3, Europe's Most Wanted in 2012. In 2006, he had a cameo roles in School for Scoundrels and Tenacious D in The Pick of Destiny. He was executive producer of the latter. In December of 2006, he had the lead role in Night at the Museum, although not a critical favorite. 
It earned over $115 million in 10 days. In 2007, starred alongside Malin Ackerman in the romantic comedy The Heartbreak Kid. The film earned over $100 million worldwide despite receiving mostly negative reviews. 2008, he directed, co-wrote, co-produced, and starred in the film Tropic Thunder with Robert Downey Jr. and Jack Black. And Stiller had originally conceived of the film's premise while filming Empire of the Sun in 1987. In 2009, he starred with Amy Adams in Night at the Museum 2, Battle of the Smithsonian, sequel to Night at the, U- at the Museum. In 2010, Stiller made a brief cameo in Jokan Phoenix's mockumentary, I'm Still Here, and played the lead role in the comedy drama Greenberg. He again portrayed Greg Fokker in the critically panned but financially successful Little Fockers, the second sequel to Meet the Parents. He originally had planned to voice the titular protagonist of Megamind, along with Robert Downey Jr., but later dropped out and was replaced by Will Ferrell, while still remaining an executive producer and voicing a minor character in the film, a museum curator named Bernard. In 2011, Stiller starred with Eddie Murphy and Alan Alda in Tower Heist about a group of maintenance workers planning a heist in a residential skyscraper. He produced, directed, and starred in The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, which was released in 2013. In 2018 and 2019, Stiller played Michael Cohen on Saturday Night Live for six six episodes. Stiller has been described as the acknowledged leader of the Frat Pack, a core group of actors who have worked together in multiple films. The group includes Jack Black, Will Ferrell, Vince Vaughn, Owen Wilson, Luke Wilson, Steve Carell, and Paul Rudd. Stiller has been acknowledged as the leader of the group because of his multiple cameos and for his consistent use of the other members and roles in films which he produces and directs. He has appeared the most with Owen Wilson in 12 films. Of the 35 primary films that are considered frat pack films, Stiller has been involved with 20 in some capacity. And he's the, also the only member of this group to have appeared in a brat pack film, Fresh Horses. He rejects the Frat Pack label, saying in a 2008 interview that the concept was completely fabricated. Ben Stiller dated several actresses during his early television and film career, including Janine Triplehorn, Kalista Flockhart, and Amanda Peet. In May of 2000, Stiller married actress Christine Taylor at an oceanfront ceremony in Kauai, Hawaii. The two had met in 1999 while filming a never-broadcast television pilot for Fox called The Heat Vision and Jack. Taylor and Stiller appeared together in the films Zoolander, Dodgeball, a true underdog story, Tropic Thunder, Zoolander 2, and in the TV series Arrested Development and Curb Your Enthusiasm. Both adopted a vegetarian diet for health reasons. After 17 years of marriage, Taylor and Stiller appeared separated in 2017. They later reconciled after living together during the COVID-19 pandemic lockdown. The couple live in Westchester County, New York, and Manhattan, and have a daughter, Ella Olivia. Her birthday was 2002, and a son, Quinlan Dempsey, Quinn Stiller, born in 2005. In 2001, he appeared as a celebrity contestant on the game show Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. He won $32,000 for his char- charity project, ALS. After incorrectly answering his quarter-of-a-million-dollar question in an attempt to equal Eddie Falco's quarter-of-a-million-dollar win. He still still supports such charities as Declare Yourself, the Elizabeth Glasser Pediatric AIDS Foundation, and the Starlight Starbrights Children's Foundation. He was appointed Goodwill Ambassador for UNHCR on July 2nd, 2018. Stiller frequently impersonates such performers as Bono, Tom Cruise, Bruce Springsteen, and David Blaine. 
In an interview with Parade, he commented that Robert Klein, George Carlin, and Jimmy Walker were inspirations for his comedy career. He is also self-professed Trekkie and appeared in the television special Star Trek 30 Years and Beyond to express his love of the show, as well as a comedy roast for William Shatner. He frequently references the show in his work and named his production company Red Hour Productions after a time of day in the original series episode, The Return of the Akrons. He considers Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky to be his hero, and he visited him in Kiev in June of 2022 on the same trip, Stiller visited Liv, Erpin, and Makariv to bring attention to the humanitarian need of refugees in Poland and Ukraine. Russia sanctioned Ben Stiller over his Ukraine support. Stiller is a supporter of the Democratic Party and donated money to John Kerry's 2004 U.S. presidential campaign. In February of 2007, he attended a fundraiser for Barack Obama and later donated to the 2008 U.S. presidential campaigns of Democrats Obama, John Edwards, and Hillary Clinton. He was diagnosed with prostate cancer in cancer in 2014, was declared cancer-free in September of the same year following the surgical removal of his prostate. And he's got all these awards and honors, and you know the rest of the story about Ben Stiller. Fantastic life. Great story about a man who has still kicking to this day. He's got a lot on his plate, and he's still doing a lot at the age of 58. And he celebrates a birthday in November on the 30th. So he just had a birthday, which makes him now 58 years of age. Beautiful story about Ben Stiller, and uh, hope you enjoyed it. Next week on the program, we'll be looking at the next person in our list of people. This next person is an American actor. His career has been characterized By critical success in his youth, followed by a period of substance abuse and legal troubles, and a surge in popular and commercial success later in his career. His films as a leading actor have grossed over $14 worldwide, making him one of the highest grossing actors of all time. And in 2008, he was named by Time Magazine amongst the 100 most influential people of the world. From 2013 to 2015, he was listed by Forbes as Hollywood's highest paid actor. Originally from Manhattan, New York City, next week we'll be looking at 58-year-old Robert John Downey Jr. Next week on episode 95 of The Legacy of Queens. I'm Jason Icanio, thanking you very much for a fantastic show on our first of the new year, January 7th. And we look forward to seeing you next week on Sunday for another great episode as we get closer to 100 episodes over the course of the four seasons. For now... Thank you for being a great supporter of the YouTube channel and the Spotify channel. If you have not subscribed to the YouTube channel yet, please do and help us support the back episodes of the Legacy of Queens. From all of us here at the WJDC Studios in beautiful Vito, Florida, I'm Jason DiCanio. Have a great night, and we will see you next week. Till then, good night. <laughs>